everybody, and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. In this 30th edition of the 1853 podcast of the 2020-2021 school year, We'll visit with three Monmouth College students who were recently honored for the difference they've made on campus this school year. And then the voice of Fighting Scots Athletics, Nate Beliva, will join us. He will recount what's been an historic week in Monmouth Athletics, the week that saw the first postseason win for men's lacrosse in its program's four-year history. Every spring, the Monmouth College community honors its top freshmen and seniors. The Tau Pai chapter of Mortar Board, which is a national honor society that recognizes college seniors for scholarship, leadership, and service, names the Senior Woman of the Year and the Freshman Woman of the Year. The Monmouth chapter of Blue Key Honor Society, which is a national organization that recognizes upperclassmen for outstanding character and ability, and for distinction in service, leadership, and scholarship, names the Senior Man of the Year and the Freshman Man of the Year. Emily Kruger was named this year's Senior Woman of the Year by Mortar Board. Named Greek Woman of the Year in 2020, Emily is a biopsychology major from Chicago. Her sister Beverly is a 2014 graduate of the college, and Emily is a member of several honor societies at the college. She served as president of two of those honor societies, as well as the Panhellenic Council president. She was vice president of her woman's fraternity, Kappa Kappa Gamma. She's been a writing tutor, and she's volunteered with the Western Illinois Animal Rescue and the Jameson Community Center. And she's been an active participant in the college's Martin Luther King Jr. Day of Service while being an honor student all along the way. Emily says that being named Senior Woman of the Year was not an honor she expected, especially in light of the others she has seen receive the honor. Um, It was definitely a surprise. I had a past advisor of Kappa Kappa Gamma reach out to me saying that she wanted to nominate me, Um, but it was still very surprising that I had won the award, um, especially because... Uh, I had previously won the Greek Woman of the Year Award last year, and so being able to have both that award given to me and this one, I just felt very blessed and still surprised. (laughs) Uh, I think the biggest thing is just uh, the women that I've seen receive the award in the past. Uh, Two years ago, Keely Brinkmeyer, uh, she was also in Kappa Kappa Gamma, she won the award, and she was someone that I looked up to so, so much. She's a very giving, intellectual, and hardworking individual. And so being able to hold the same award that she did kind of makes me able to reflect on myself in those same ways and see those same values in myself. And I think it's just uh, representative of the hard work that I've put in over my four years and my dedication to my academics, as well as the Monmouth College community. Emily says she's had great experiences in the classroom as well as in co-curricular groups at Monmouth, but she says it's the people who've made a difference in her four years at the college. I think the most meaningful part has just been the people that I've met. 
I'm from the southwest side of Chicago, so coming to the cornfields was a huge change for me. And I was very interested in the types of people that I would meet, the friends I would make. And I think that the friendships that I have been able to form have been able to put me in this position where I'm able to receive this award um, and able to be as successful as I am. It's the friends that I've had through organizations that I'm in, like Kappa or in classes that I have, or just being on the campus in general have made me feel very supported and very welcomed here at Monmouth. As I mentioned, Emily's an honors student whose accomplishments in the classroom are among the most impressive you'll find among the student body. She says her classroom experiences at Monmouth have prepared her for her next step, which is equally as impressive. I'm a biopsychology major, and then I have a minor in chemistry and a specialization in the honors program. So biopsychology, I originally uh, applied into because we did not have a neuroscience program yet. And I really like the ability that the program gives me to take classes in multiple disciplines. And when I first entered college, I was on the pre-med track. So I picked up the chemistry minor um, just to fill prerequisites. But through those classes, I've been able to take uh, classes in psychology, biology, chemistry, physics, math, the whole nine yards. Uh, so it's been very fulfilling and very integrative, which is something that I really wanted out of a liberal arts education. And as I prepare for graduate school in the fall. So I recently accepted an offer from Loyola University Chicago at their medical school campus in Maywood, Illinois for their integrated program for biomedical sciences, and I hope to pursue the neuroscience track. The biggest reason why I want to go to graduate school is to just continue being involved in the world of academia and uh, furthering my own research in the field of psychoneuroimmunology, which looks at the intersections between the immune system and the nervous system. And my hopes is that maybe I'll one day be able to be a professor where I can teach students about psychology and health psychology specifically, while also continuing my own research. That's Monmouth senior Emily Kruger. She was named Woman of the Year by the campus's chapter of the Motor Board. She's definitely someone to keep an eye on because big things are on her horizon. Named Freshman Woman of the Year was Larissa Podhoven of Rock Island, Illinois. She's a double major in history and English, and one of the things that distinguished her during this school year was how she looked out for her fellow students who were struggling with the challenges of going to class during a pandemic. In my history class, um, I took notes and then I gave them um, to the teacher to scan and send out to the students who weren't available or who weren't able to come on campus due to COVID so that they would have the opportunity to um, get the full effect of the class. Larissa says that starting college during a pandemic made things quite interesting. Um, it's been a really interesting experience, um, especially with like hybrid classes and everything. Um, the majority of my classes this semester are in person, but I did have a lot of online or hybrid classes last semester. Um, so that was interesting, just keeping track of when to go to class and when I'm online. Larissa became interested in Monmouth College thanks to some advice from a family friend. Then she fell in love with the college when she came for a visit. Um, but there was actually a family friend who went to Monmouth, and they highly recommended Monmouth. And so it was actually the first college that I visited, and I was like, this is definitely where I want to go. 
everyone at Monmouth was super friendly and like inviting and they'd say hi um, to you. And I really just like the small community feel, um, how there's not as many people as bigger universities, obviously. So you can make um, connections with both the students and the professors. And despite starting college during a pandemic, Larissa has not wasted any time getting the most out of her college experience. Um, I'm also involved in the wind ensemble and I had the opportunity to be um, part of the pit for the spring musical Little Woman. So I played flute for that, which was a lot of fun. I'm also involved in Stockdale Fellows and I am an editor for COIL, which is the um, college's literary and arts magazine. That's Larissa Pothoven of Rock Island, Illinois. She was named the college's Freshman Woman of the Year and she's someone you'll be hearing a lot from, both musically and literally, over the next three years at the college. The freshman man of the year was no stranger to the campus before he enrolled here last fall from Grapevine, Texas. That's because the parents of Samuel Stoyanoff are Mammoth alumni. Samuel is a classics and economics major, and he's a member of Zeta Beta Tau fraternity. He said the honor caught him by surprise. One of my fraternity brothers told me I got nominated for it, so I didn't really know, but... um. Yeah, it did definitely catch me by surprise when they started describing uh, what I was saying, uh, what, I, what I what they told me to send over for them. I mean, I'm very grateful for it. It's been a long year, um, especially with COVID and dealing with all that. So it was, uh, it was nice to see. You know, I'm happy that I, I was able to put in enough work and, and do things around the college to at least get a name for myself and, and win that award. As I mentioned, Samuel is another Mammoth legacy. That made his college decision somewhat more easy, especially after meeting a pair of Monmouth legends when he came to campus. Classics professor Tom Senkowitz and physics professor Chris Fasano. So, uh, fortunately for me, both my parents graduated from Monmouth. So I, I'm a double legacy. And, you know, I came here not too long ago. I came here for a uh, the first time that I truly remember was Dr. Senkowitz retiring. And he was giving a talk and he came up to me, said, you better come to Monmouth. So that was one of the big reasons. And then when I came here for an official visit, I got to sit down with Dr. Fasano uh, and talk with him for a long time. And that was a really interesting experience for me because of all the colleges I visited, not a single, you know, professor gave their time out of the day to come talk to me that much, which was just very amazing. So that's really what attracted me to come here. Samuel says that despite attending college during a pandemic, his professors did a great job helping students adjust. A, a bigger high school than this college was. So uh, coming here, a big reason I came here was because of how personal it was. So, um, you know, it was definitely different with COVID, but I feel like my professors did a really good job of trying to stay personal and, and stay involved in, in teaching us. Um, but I would say that, you know, the most difficult part about it was having to communicate through computer screen and oftentimes the technical difficulties that gets pretty hard so yeah that, that's really like you get pretty good at it after a while so here I am. That's Samuel Stoyanoff he's a member of the Mammoth class of 2024 and he was Mammoth's freshman man of the year another Mammoth student to keep your eye on You're listening to the 1853 podcast of Mammoth College I'm Dwayne Bonifer Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. If you've been on monmouthscots.com lately, and of course that's your official place on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related, you know that history was made in Monmouth College Athletics on Wednesday, May 5. 
That's when the men's lacrosse team won its first postseason matchup in the Midwest Lacrosse Conference. The Scots now head to northwestern Minnesota to play in the conference championship on Saturday, May 8. In a moment, the voice of Fighting Scots Athletics' Nate Beliva will talk to Monmouth men's lacrosse coach Chris Kleber about this year's record-setting season in men's lacrosse. But first, Nate's going to bring us up to speed on the rest of what's been happening in Monmouth Spring Sports. We really are. You know, we're having a, a lot of success here down the stretch. Uh, track and field has been uh, having just monster years. Kenzie Baker again last week with the third best 200 in the country. Uh, Drew Thaxton continues to perform every week. We seem to get a uh, conference winner in either track or field. It was Austin Fowl this week for the men in field. Um, you know, baseball is right there in second place right now in the division, so a chance to win the division. Uh, we are big fans this coming weekend of Grinnell um, would be really nice if they could take three out of four from Illinois College um, two out of four gets us right back into it to control our own destiny type situation um, if, if I see sweeps then that's probably all she wrote but um, you know they're right there with a chance to to make it and, and go up north for the the conference championship um, you know for that and, and then you know men's lacrosse uh, winning on on Wednesday night to get into the championship game in the conference and uh, and, and really putting uh, you know, a stamp on a great season there. And uh, one of the last home events that we'll, we'll have, we have softball senior day this Sunday. We have baseball next week against Knox and then the conference uh, for track and field. And, and that's it as far as home events goes for, uh, for this spring season. Let's talk about that history that was made Wednesday night at Monmouth College. Uh, a first ever for Monmouth College men's lacrosse. Let's talk about that with the man who is responsible for it. Yeah, absolutely. We'll bring in uh, head coach Chris Kleiber. And uh, first time that, that Monmouth was in the conference postseason uh, was for Cornell as well. So there's going to be history either way uh, on the field on, on Wednesday night. Um, How did you go about getting your guys ready for, for that moment? And, you know, a lot of seniors honor them pregame, but just kind of make sure that maybe the moment wasn't, wasn't too big and kind of make it normal like it's uh, any other day. Yeah, uh, really exciting times for us, uh, obviously, with that, right? Going to the championship is, is what every team wants to do. Um, but it was really easy to get the guys prepared for this. We've, you know, this group we've had has been preparing for this for, for two years now. Um, we had a great team last year that we won our first four games of the season and had uh, took a couple tough losses before we got cut off with, uh, with COVID there. But the, these guys have been really, really well prepared for this for years now and um, you know, we honored our seniors with our senior night there too. So great to send that group off with a, a win in their last game at home and, and making history with the first playoff win and a first trip to a championship. Lacrosse is a, a unique sport, especially in, in this part of the country where, where it's not uh, maybe as natural as it is in other places. But you've got a roster of guys from all over the country. Uh, you've got guys that are contributing, that are seniors, that are freshmen, that are all in between. What did you do, whether it was last year or this year in the uh, the offseason before the season started, to kind of bring those guys together and, and build that chemistry? Because no team got as much of that bonding and chemistry as you usually get because of all the uh, the protocols. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, our roster is made up of, of people really from all over the country. Um, you know, we, we didn't have any guys on the East Coast this year, but we graduated a couple last year. Um, and then we got guys as far out as uh, Washington. We graduated a guy from California last year. And 
up up north in Minnesota and Wisconsin and, and down south in Tennessee. So we, we come from all over the map, but the guys all speak lacrosse. You know, it makes it a really fun group to be around because they're, they're all so different and unique in their own way, but they, they come in here and, and they take care of each other and they get to know each other fast because, like I said, they, you know, these guys all speak lacrosse. They're all, they're all happy to be here and hanging out with each other. So th- those things take care of themselves naturally here at Monmouth. It was a, a big, fun three-minute stretch. I'm, I'm downloading the video, actually, as we speak, so I can cut some highlights uh, for the website. But seven goals in three minutes, uh, nine uh, overall in a six-minute stretch in the first quarter to to really take control of the game. I know what it was like for the press bo- from the press box to watch that. What was it like on the sidelines? Because Gordon Keeskin just won every single face-off, and it was like two passes and a shot and a goal for uh, a, a good six minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the unique things about lacrosse is after every goal and the start of every quarter, there's a face-off, and we got ourselves a great face-off guy with Gordon Keesgan, and he was, uh, he was able to push the ball out in front of himself on the fast break every single time and keep getting it to our attackers, and then they put it in the net real quick. So uh, something like that happens as a coach. You just got to kind of sit back and, and kind of like laugh a little bit and smile and, and, and hope it continues for the whole game. Yeah, and then kind of kind of stopped the, for a little bit. Went into a, a drought. Cornell uh, didn't go away. Give them credit. They they fought and battled, and they got back into it at nine six. Uh, and then five unanswered again from you guys to to put it away. I know there was a timeout in there, maybe right before the first goal that made it ten six, or right after. What was the the message to those guys to to finish strong there? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, highs and lows with a with a young group, especially, and you, you want more highs than the lows, but you got to take. You got to take the droughts with the booms like that. But no, we, we kind of took a timeout after not scoring for a while and settle everybody down and just, hey, relax. Like we can get it back and just, just trust each other and have each other's backs and, and relax and go play. And once, once they did that and shook that off, we got, we got our first one uh, after not scoring for a while. It just it opened back up again. They started feeling good and it, they started to fall. So history's been made with the win on Wednesday night. It can be made uh, more so on Saturday up in uh, Minnesota, taking on Northwestern. Winner gets the automatic bid. It, it, again, it'll be history for one team, one way or the other. Uh, what, what's the key for you guys, uh, third time playing them uh, this year when you go up there on Saturday? Yeah, um, you know, obviously they're, they're much more experienced uh, team than us. I, you know, most of their goals that they've scored all season have come from seniors or grad students. Um, and we're, you know, we're much younger. Um, so we're hoping that the experience that we gained this year is going to help pay off in the third game. And, you know, we're just excited to go have an opportunity and see what happens. You know, anything can happen in the playoffs. You, you've seen that here with the other Monmouth programs. And I've been able to watch a lot of great championships here on campus in, in my four years here and, and see what some of the other programs are doing. So we're, we're happy to be included in that category. And maybe we can get one of our own you know, uh, fun, fun, close championship games with a nice finish for us. We're going to have a lot of players making the all-conference team here over the weekend. You, you've had the success on field. Uh, last one for you is I, I know you'll look back on this season later in the summer when it's over and all that, but right now as you guys get ready to get on the bus and head up this weekend, what are you most proud of with this group and, and, and what's transpired to this point in, in 2021? Uh, I, I'm proud of their ability to handle everything and bounce back. And I you think a lot of coaches are saying that. Um, and I, I don't mean that just about this year, but really, really the last four years, um, I came in as a new head coach with this group of seniors when they were freshmen. So I've known them their entire time here. And we, you know, we've gone from two losing seasons in a row and really not being as competitive against the top teams in the league to 
you know, pushing through and, and going to a championship game now. So I, I'm really proud of those guys being resilient, not just the last year, of course, the last year, but all four years and and staying and growing and committing to it. And now I think they're they're looking back at, at what they've done in their own time, and I think they can be really proud of that. And I think the things we didn't do in the future from here, I think they can be really proud of. Absolutely. Building a strong base. Congrats on all the success so far this, this year. And uh, good luck Saturday in Minnesota. We'll be watching. Yeah, thanks. We're, we're really excited to go up there, and uh, hopefully it's good times for us. All right, Coach Kleiber, uh, ready to go with men's lacrosse this weekend at Northwestern. We'll have links on how to follow live stats. They'll have live video uh, from St. Paul as well. We'll have all that on our social media, on Twitter at Monmouth Game Day, uh, on Facebook at Monmouth College Athletics, and uh, on the website at MonmouthScots.com. So you can follow lacrosse on Saturday. We'll have softball on, for Senior Day at home on Sunday as well. And that's everything out of the Athletics Department for Sports Information. That's the voice of Fighting Scots Athletics, Nate Believa. You also heard from men's lacrosse coach Chris Kleber. His team competes Saturday, May 8th in the Midwest Lacrosse Conference Championship. Don't forget to point your browser to mamascots.com this weekend to keep up with all things Fighting Scots related. That's going to be a 30 for this 30th edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast of the 2020-2021 school year. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody. Have a nice day and stay healthy.